we gather, Father, in this holy place, Father, on one accord, Father, laying down every weight that would try to beset us, Father. We enter your presence, Father, as one, Father, united, Father, gather here, Father, to intercede, Father, to stand in the gap, Father, to wage war against the enemy, Father. So we lay, Father, every care, every concern, every weight aside, Father. We have entered into the Holy of Holies, Father. We have entered into the presence of the Almighty God, Father. So so we gather here on one accord, ready to intercede, Father. Ready to intercede, Lord. Ready to pray, intercede. Stand in the gap, Father, for those that are lost, for those that are broken. We have not forgotten the lost, Father. So we lay aside ourselves. We lay aside our lives, our concerns today, Father. We gather here, Father, on one accord, Father. We lay down, Father. We lay down, Father, before you. Our cares, our concerns, our worries, Father. We are here on assignment, Father, to intercede, Father. To stand in the gap for those that are lost, for those that are broken, Father. But those that don't know you, Father, allow us, Father, to have that compassion, Father, for the lost, Father, again. Allow us to have that love, Father, for those that are lost that don't know you, for those that are broken, Father, right now, Father. Allow us to have that compassion, Father, for that prostitute, for that pimp, Father, for the homeless, Father. Allow us, Father, to have the love, Father, for the atheist and agnostic, Father. Allow us to have the love for the homosexual, the transgender, Father. Flood our hearts, Father, with your love, Father. We're calling, Father, for an end-time harvest, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. So we come against, Father, anything that would distract us from the kingdom of God, Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father. We are, Father, interceding for those that are lost. They will come to know you as their Messiah today, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father. We are united on all fronts. Our minds, Father, and hearts are centered on those that are lost and don't know you, Father. Have us not forget, Father, those that are lost and broken, Father. Have us not, Father, to get the assignment of the kingdom. No matter what we see or face, Father, we have to stay focused on your kingdom, Father. People are dying every day, Father, leaving this world, Father, without knowing you, Father. So allow us to have your heart, Father, your compassion for the lost. Give us your compassion for the lost again, Father. Give us your compassion for the lost, Father. Give us your compassion, Father. Father, have us to be driven to reach the lost, Father. Have us to be our motive, our goal, to reach those that are lost that don't know you, Father. For those that are lost and deserted, Father, who feel left alone, neglected, Father, who feel rejected today, Father. Have us to burn in our hearts today, Father. Ignite a fire in us for the lost, Father. We have forgotten the lost, Father. We have become strict become distracted with life, Father. Take us back, Father, where we, Father, had that compassion to reach those that are lost, Father. Father, give us that compassion again, Father, to reach those, Father, that are lost, that are suicidal, that are oppressed, that find no reason to live, Father. 
give us that compassion again, Father. Burn in our hearts again for those that are lost. To go to the hedges and highways, Father. To go out and reach them, Father, on every corner of the earth, Father. So we're calling, Father, for souls for your kingdom today, Father. Souls for your kingdom. We call them in across the world, Father. We call them in, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We call them in. We call them in. We call our friends in. We call our co-workers in. We call our mothers and fathers in. We call our husbands and wives in today, Father. We call our aunts and uncles in today, Father. We call them in. We call in Gabby. We call in Najee. Go and intercede. Go and intercede. The enemy is on assignment to snatch them away from the kingdom of God. We go in, Father, for those that are lost, Father. We see the warfare that's over the minds and the hearts of the people. So we wage war against, Father, the kingdom of darkness right now. In the name of Jesus, we wage war, Father. We wage war over their minds and hearts today, Father. Soften their hearts, come to them in a dream and a vision, Father. We wage war. We wage war, Father, against the enemy today. We call, Father, Thomasine in your kingdom right now. In the name of Jesus, take the taste of alcohol out of her mouth. Heal her from her past today, Father, right now. In the name of Jesus, Father. We call it Brett, Father. We call it Cody. We call it me. Call out those family members and those friends. If you really care for the Lord, call them out. Call them out. Put them before God. We put them before God. We put them before God. We put them before God, Father. Have us to burn for the lost, Father. To be concerned, Father. Father, take us back, Father. Where we care, Father, for the lost, for the brokenhearted, Father. We have forgotten, Father, your kingdom. We have become sidetracked with life, Father. Father, forgive us. We repent, Father, right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, forgive us, Lord. We have become sidetracked, Father, concerned about ourselves, walking in pride, Father. Forgive us, Father. Forgive the body of Christ, Father. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, that we have not been about your kingdom, Father. That life has sifted the joy, Father, out of us to reach the lost, Father. The kingdom of God needs to be manifested. People need to be saved and set free, Father. Take us back, Father, where we had the joy of being saved. When we walked down to the altar, Father, and gave our lives to you, Father. To that darkness that we were in, Father. Take us back, Father, where we first met you, Father. Fill us again, Father, with your love and your compassion for the lost, Father. Fill us again, Father. Let us burn for you, Lord. Let us burn for you. We call them in. We call them in. We call in, Father. Pray, Father. We call them in. We call them in, Father. We call them in. We call them into the kingdom of God, Father. We call, Father, we ask for our youth, Father, right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask you, Father, that you would save this generation, Father. Save this generation, Father. Save our generation, Father. They're not a lost cause, Father. They're not a lost cause. We put them before you, Father. Heal our youth, Father. Heal them from their past. Heal them from their childhood and being neglected and being grateful, Father. Heal them from their absent Father today, Father. Heal our youth, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Heal our youth, Father. Heal them, Father. Heal them, Jesus. We're calling on you, Father, to save our generation. The enemy is taking out our youth. 
with murder and drugs, Father. Heal our youth today, Father. Heal our youth, Father. We're called on you, Holy Spirit, for our youth, for our generation, Father. Save our youth, Father. Holy Spirit, sweep this world right now. In the name of Jesus, save our generation, Father. Save our future, Lord, right now. In the name of Jesus, so we come against murder, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we come against violence, we come against bullying, Father, we come against human trafficking, Father, save our generation, we crying out for our generation tonight, we're standing on the wall, we wage war against the enemy on the side of their lives tonight, Father, we wage war, we wage war, Father, over Janae's life, her salvation, we wage war, Father, the enemy come to our Father, we wage war over justice, Father. Do we care about our youth, our generation? Do we care about our youth, our future? Our future is at stake. Our future is at stake. The kingdom of God is at stake, Father. Save our generation. Save our generation, Father. We cry out for our generation tonight. We cry out for our generation. We call them to be men and women of God, Father. Father, we call on you to save our generation. Our generation is at stake, Father. Our generation is at stake. We come against murder right now. We come against suicide right now in the name of drug abuse, Father. Right now, we come against rebellion in our youth, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Save our generation. Save our generation, Jesus. We're calling on you, Holy Spirit. Only you can heal them, Father. Only you can, Father. Only you can change their hearts, Father. We're calling on you for our generation, Father. We call on you for our unborn children, Father. We fight and contend, Father, for their salvation tonight, right now. In the name of Jesus, Father. We contend, Father, for harmony, Imani tonight, Father. We have not forgot our generation. We contend for Dina right now. In the name of Jesus, we contend for Asia. We contend for Sheena kids. We contend, Father, for their salvation, Father. We see the enemy, Father. We contend and fight for them, Father, right now. In the name of Jesus, we contend for our generation, Father. Heal our generation. Heal our generation, Father. Heal them, Father. We see the enemy trying to destroy their lives and take them out, Father, prematurely. But we go ahead, the enemy. We wage war, Father. We wage war, Father. We wage war against the enemy, Father. We contend and fight for them like never before, Father. We contend for our generation. We contend for our generation. We contend for your generation that you are not a lost cause, that you are not a statistic. Oh, we contend for you. We stand on the gap on all corners. We bleed the blood of your mind, of your heart. We come against rebellion, disobedience right now in the name of Jesus. We come against rebellion, disobedience, and the children today. We come against anger right now, confusion, frustration right now in the name of Jesus. We come against gender confusion right now in our generous. We call them to be men and women of God, mighty in your kingdom.
kingdom. We fight for your generation. We fight for our generation. We contend for them like never before. We cancel the sign of the enemy over their life right now. In the name of Jesus, we cancel the sign to be known and void right now. In the name of Jesus, hold. We send you forth, Holy Spirit, to reach our generation right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, raise us up as men and women of God to contend and pray over our generation that they are not forgotten, Father, right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, take our focus back to your kingdom, Father. Take our focus back to your kingdom. Take our focus back to your kingdom tonight, Father. Take our focus back, Father. Take our focus back to your kingdom being manifested, Father. Reconcile this world. Reconcile this world back to you, Father. Reconcile this world. Take us back, Father. Where we cared, Father, about the kingdom of God, Father. Where we cared about love, Father. Where we cared about the laws, Father. The homeless person on the corner, Father. Where we cared, Father, about the less fortunate, Father. Take us back, Father. Take us back. We are seeking your kingdom tonight, Father. We're seeking your kingdom. The kingdom of God be manifested tonight. The kingdom of God be manifested tonight. The kingdom of darkness be the throne right now. In the name of Jesus, be the throne right now. The kingdom of darkness, we wage war, Father, because we have the kingdom of life, Father, right now. Kingdom of darkness be the throne right now. In the name of Jesus, we serve the enemy right now. His tricks, his scheme, his whispers of the minds of the body of Christ tonight, Father. Strengthen us, Father, to fight and contend, Father, tonight, Father. There's no war going on, and we wage war, Father. We persevere. We're going to endure and fight, Father, for the kingdom of God to be manifest. Strengthen every believer tonight, right now, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen every believer tonight, Father. We wage war, Father, over the minds of the body of Christ tonight. We wage war, Father. We come against the attacks of Father right now in the name of Jesus. On your life, on your purpose, on your destiny, the young, the old right now in the name of Jesus. We wage war. We come against the enemy to destroy you, destroy your mind, destroy your purpose. We wage war. We wage war against the enemy tonight. We wage war. We're in the war zone, but we win this fight. We win this fight. The enemy is defeated in our lives. We cancel every foe right now in the name of Jesus. The enemy is dethroned. He is dethroned. He is dethroned in Jesus' name. He is dethroned. He is the throne right now in the name of Jesus. We wage war, no longer playing with the enemy. We wage war over everyone alive today right now in the name of Jesus. We wage war over your will to serve God. We wage war. We wage war. We fight and contend for our brothers and sisters in here tonight. We wage war. We cause you to be strengthened right now in the name of Jesus. To not be weak or feeble, but you're going to fight, you're going to contend, and you're going to win. Because there's a battle going on, and the God needs us to serve. We wage war. We wage war against the enemy. His assignment on your life is canceled in Jesus' name. His assignment on your life is canceled in Jesus' name. 
His assignment on your life, Adriana, is canceled in Jesus' name. We stand in a gap for our youth right now in the name of Jesus. We stand in a gap. We come against that anger and violence right now in the name of Jesus. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. The enemy assignment is canceled in everyone's life. From our pastor, from our teacher's life right now in the name of Jesus. Over the worship leader is canceled in Jesus' name. We cancel that, Father, on the intercessor's life, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. We wage war against the enemy. We wage war. We wage war. We wage war against the enemy. He is defeated. We serve him. Notice tonight that he is defeated. We serve the enemy. Notice that he is defeated. He is a defeated foe. We have the victory. We have the victory. We have the victory. So let's go out and reach the laws. Let's go out and reach the laws. Let's go out and reach the laws to reach the world, to go to the nations. Let's go out. Let's go out and reach the lost. Let's go out and reach the broken heart. Let's go out and reach the lost. God, it will take care of us. Let's just go out and reach the lost. Seek first my kingdom. Seek first my kingdom. Seek first what matters to me. Seek my kingdom. Go out and seek the lost. Go seek the less fortunate. Go seek them. Go seek the homeless. Go seek them. Go seek them. Go seek that lost youth right now. Go seek them. Go seek the lost, the brokenhearted, those who feel alone, neglected, rejected. Father, let's go reach the lost. 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 We wage war against the salvation, Father, of people receiving you as their Messiah. We wage war. We wage war, Father, that there's one way to get to you, and that's through Jesus Christ, Father. We wage war. We wage war right now in the name of Jesus. We fight for the salvation, Father, of this world right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, come and visit your people. Save our world. We are in desperate turmoil, Father. We see the condition of our world. Save our generation. Save our nation, Father. Save our government, Father. Save this world that's in desperate need of you, of a Savior, Father. We see the turmoil that this world is in. How can we not step in and take our place and take our position, Father? Forgive us, Father, for being so selfish and arrogant and powerful, Father. Forgive us for being self-centered, Father. Forgive us, Lord. We take our place in the kingdom. You have already equipped us. You have already strengthened us, Father. So we need to just go out and reach them, Father. We need to go out and reach the lost. People are dying every day. People are dying every day. People are dying every day. But do we even care? Are we even really concerned? Take us back, Father, to have a compassion for this generation. For the lost, Father. Take us back, Lord. That we have a compassion, Father, for those that are lost. Do we care, body of Christ? Do we care about that co-worker? Do we care? Do we care? Do we care? 
do we care for that young person? Do we care? Do we care for that family member that's been addicted to drugs for years or that drunk in our family? Do we care? Are we fighting and contending for them? Are we fighting and contending for them? Are we fighting and contending for that wife or that husband or that child? Are we fighting and contending? Are we fighting and contending? There's a war going on around their mind, around their will. We have to fight. We have to contend for one another. We have to fight. We have to contend. There's a war going on for their salvation, for their purpose and destiny. There is a war going on. There is a war going on. There is a war going on. We have to fight and contend for one another. We have to fight and contend for our generation, for this world. We have to fight to not give up, to not give in. We have to fight. We have to fight. We have to fight. We have to contend. We cannot quit in this walk. We cannot quit, give in in this walk. If we really care for one another, for this law, for the loss, we will not give up. We will not give up. We fight and contend. We fight and contend. We fight and contend for the loss, for this generation, for our world, Father. We fight for our president, for the government, for the Congress. We fight and contend. We fight and contend, Father. For our teachers, our professors, Father. We fight and contend, Father. We fight and contend. We fight and contend for that drug dealer, that pimp, Father. We fight and contend. We fight and contend, Father, for that murder right now in the name of Jesus. We fight and contend, Lord, not giving up. Not giving up, Father, but we contend. We stay in the ring. We don't quit. We don't throw the towel in, Father. We don't throw the towel in for our marriage, Father. We fight and contend for our marriage tonight. We lift our marriages up, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We wage war against the enemy. We wage war. We wage war against the enemy. We wage war. We wage war, Father, on the text of the pastors tonight, of your evangelists, of your prophets, Father. We wage war. 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 We wage war of the assignment, of the call of the kingdom of God. We wage war. We wage war over your purpose tonight. We wage war. We wage war. Let's wage war against the enemy. Let's wage war against the enemy tonight. Let's wage war against the enemy tonight. Let him know that he is defeated. Let him know he's defeated in every area of your life. Let him know he's defeated. Let him know he's defeated tonight. Let him know he's defeated. Let him know he's defeated. He's defeated in our ministry tonight. He's defeated. He's defeated in our ministry. He's defeated in our marriages. He's defeated. He's defeated in our future. He's defeated. He's defeated in our unborn children. He's defeated. He is defeated. He's defeated. He's defeated. He's defeated in your business. He's defeated. He's defeated in your business. He's defeated. He's defeated. He's defeated. He is defeated. Let the enemy know. Let Hostetan know that he's defeated. He's defeated in Walker Ministries. He's defeated. He's defeated in every ministry right now in the name of Jesus. 
glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. He is defeated. I told you there's a battle of your words. Put them in the atmosphere. My God. Put your voice print in the atmosphere. You already won this thing. You dealing with a defeated foe. He's already defeated. My God, I understand now. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Hey, victory. My God, tell that disease, victory. Woo. My God, hallelujah. Hey, glory to God. My God, you already won. Read the book. Him, the false prophet. The Antichrist, they're thrown in the pit. Read the book. What are you worried about? Woo! Battle of your words. What are you saying? Ah, glory to God. My God is great. <laughs> there is no other God but God. Yahweh Elohim. No other God. Jesus. He is the El Alam. Woo! From everlasting to everlasting. Jesus. The word said, how excellent is his name my God when you in despair he said call upon me and I will answer glory to God hey call upon me Woo, and I will answer with fire glory to God hey glory to the most high God Woo. <laughs> hey glory to God Woo. causes you to be victorious I don't want to be but he causes you to be I don't believe but he causes you Jesus just call upon his name times of trouble call upon his name Jesus my God hey said out of his mouth it's the sword <laughs> written on his vesture in blood. King of kings and Lord of lords. Woo! My God. Hey! My God. Who do you serve? He is. He said, I am the resurrection. Good God, he that was dead. <laughs> Woo! He said, I am the resurrection. I am the power. Woo! That same power that raised him from the dead dwells in you. Woo! A habitation. Woo! Hey, honey, we are a living building. 
Oh my God. In the word of God said, you're living bricks. My God. Oh, I'm gonna show you. Oh my God. Ooh. Building up a habitation to house the Holy Spirit, God Himself. We are a living building. Good God Almighty, y'all think I'm playing. Hey! Jesus, my God. Woo! Y'all keep her covered. Y'all keep her covered. cover keep her mind covered plead the blood over her life Woo. not gonna release that and the enemy don't come hallelujah Woo. my god <laughs> hey I love that Woo. I love that Strong and mighty. He's mighty in victory. He's mighty in war. My God. Nobody like him. Woo! My God. Paul told Timothy, B, he said, wage a good warfare. Wage a good warfare. Good God Almighty. Woo! My God, my God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo! My God, if you want to know what to say. <laughs> Woo! You got to get that in your heart to speak like that. You got to run close with God. <laughs> Woo! Hey, God, he said, and my seed, he said, your seed will be mighty in the earth. Jesus, my God. Woo! That's the atmosphere that Tamim's coming into. My God, hey! Woo! I already left him a sticky note in the spirit. <laughs> Woo, when I'm long gone. Hey, glory to the Most High God. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Man, some of y'all been high, but you ain't been this high. My God. Words. You can live off that right there. You can live off that. Hallelujah. I got strength off of that. Woo. My goodness. Ha. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo. I love that. Who is the king of glory? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Woo! The Lord is strong and mighty. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Woo! My goodness. Okay. Hallelujah. Jesus. My goodness. Oh, man. Y'all can be seated if y'all can. Real quick. Because I can't. nobody can't come up after that, man. Amen. Except the Holy Spirit who was presenting. Oh, Hallelujah. My God. Mm. Oh, wage a good warfare. Mm. Mm -hmm. Woo. 
my goodness. Good to see y'all tonight. Woo, hey, Renee. Oh, man. Good to see y'all. Oh, man. Woo, I know who, I know who team I'm on. I know who side I'm on. Oh, my God. Woo, Jesus. That first word that baby going to say is amen. So be it. Goodness. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Oh, good to see y'all. That is that's how you get the atmosphere. That's called a check in the spirit right there. My goodness, there shouldn't be no demons in nothing here. They can't convert, so they got to go. <laughs> See, they end is already set. Mm, not yours. Mm. Ooh, I need everybody to listen. We did it. We do some warfare. Then, you know, God is a God of balance. <laughs> He'd be right on cue. <laughs> God is a God of balance. Man. Boy, I tell you. Y'all pray for me. Um, now, you know, I don't go out. I don't do a lot of things with other ministries um, but I was told today <laughs> that okay pastor you got a lot of wisdom you got a lot of things that people need and because I don't believe in going out before your time but I need to take care of what's here first um, and and I, I told the other pastor you I'm in agreement I, I take that <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know if y'all agree with that, but I take that. But I'm, but I'm starting in something that's dear to my heart. Of course, it's men, families. And we're going to try to do something. Um, so I need y'all to be in prayer for us on Saturday. I need all the men. Y'all should have got a, um, an email. And I would love to have 100% participation from the men. And just kind of tell you what I'm doing. I'm, me and a couple other pastors are uh, trying to get together and we're trying to really develop these men. Future husbands. And, and if you got one, if you boyfriend, whatever, you tell him to come. You know, he can't take care of that information for you. Um, there's too many men flying solo. How many of y'all women agree with me on that? Too many men flying solo. Crashing. In your way slowing you down but your drag we're trying to fix that I'm trying to fix that I'm trying to fix that so I'm going to participate in this event with that we're doing um, with the men um, at another ministry and we're going to each month we're going to come and have next month we're going to host it and next month after that we're going to we go somewhere else um, so I need y'all in prayer for this because he said something. You got to get that out. You got to go somewhere. You got to come. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it when God said I'm going to do it the right way. All right? Um, So (laughs) I'm going to do that. And um, we're not going to do anything unless the men know how to pray. And, uh, you know, we consulted some other, you know, people who,
who say they are certain things, apostles and stuff like that. Um, but I believe that our men are too carnal. And to bring you into a place where you need to be, I can't deal with you in your carnality. I need to deal with you in your spirit. You've been fooling with that carnality too long. And for me to reach you, I got to go to your carnality? That's not who you are. So I can't take that from you, apostle. See, wisdom, <clears throat> it is the primary thing. And a lot of times we pacify the men. Instead of having them accountable. Right? I need the women to help me with this. Amen. Amen. All right, this is prayer. We're talking about something that's going to change. I want to change our community. If I'm going to do it, it's got to be some change. It, it, can't, it can't just be I'm just doing this to waste my time. I'm doing it because I want to start here. So, sir, can I get y'all to pray for us while we... Um, I attempt to do this, and I want to make sure that it doesn't develop and, cre and, and takes on a mind of its own and start being something that this is not what we... Our foundation is what we have, and... You can do that when you start bringing in a lot of personalities, and I'm not trying to do that. I want to keep it. I want to keep it pure. I want to keep it um, focused. So I would need y'all prayers to help me do this. Amen. Um, this is Janet. She always playing with me. You pastor of the world. <laughs> I'm afraid when she say stuff. I don't know about y'all, but that girl got a prophetic on her life. You gotta be careful when you okay. Now, she might be four, but her spirit ain't four. Okay. You might be 30, but your spirit ain't 30. Okay. So, um, I'm just going to take a step of faith. <laughs> and my, uh, my thing is to help. Uh, I want to help. If we're not going to help, and we're not going to change, and what are we doing? All right. But just to be another program. That's not what Pastor Rod going to do. All right. So, I just need y'all help and pray for that. Amen. Um, the and if you can't feel the love um, from Minister Peaches from the lost, and I asked, I said, Holy Spirit said, I want her to pray for the lost. I know exactly who to go to and all that. And God has taken us somewhere. We forget the lost. We forget them because we're so busy in our programs and and everything. And I'm a pastor. I'm going to be a pastor. When I take my last breath, I'm going to be in my call. Amen. Pastor Rod, don't never retire. I'm not retiring. This, I'm going to die in my call. Amen. There's not going to be a point where I'm, oh, that's it. I'm too tired. Uh, we can't get, some, get a staff, hold me up like your boy. Got a word. All right. I'm not going to leave my post. Amen? Because I'm tired. Okay. Mm. True shepherds, man. I'm trying to tell you, it's hard to find. Right? So, hopefully they'll love me after Saturday. Because I'm not playing. My time is valuable, and I got to be careful that I'm not distracted and take my time away from you. I'm, this is what he has given me, so I want to make sure that I'm properly uh, attending to your needs.
spiritually by being here. Okay? I want to make sure nothing conflicts in where I need to be. If I'm not teaching, my presence is still needed. Amen? All right. So, um, teacher, y'all know she flew out today. She'll be back Friday. She's in Vegas. Y'all keep her covered. Keep her mind covered. She is in Sin City. Okay. They said, that's Virginia Beach, too. No. I want us to be strong. Amen. Amen. God coming back looking for a church that's faithful. He don't care that you got four houses. He don't care if you got a yacht. He don't care if you got a helicopter. He that's not what he's coming for. Okay. So I want to make sure that we understand what we're doing. Man, I tell you this. We get lost. Even talking with. The, the apostle I'm talking today is I, I'm trying to follow where you're going. Where, where are we going? My, my job is to make sure you get to the gates. That's my job is to make sure we get to get you to the gate. That's what a shepherd do. He's guiding you that you get into the gate. I told you, Sonny, the gate is narrow. It's not seen. You can't, see the, you can't see the right gate until you turn and repent from the wide gate. You can't see the narrow gate until you repent and turn to the narrow gate. And the narrow gate, you can't see it. It's hard to find. You have to find it. So you could be in church and you're still in the wide gate. You haven't entered into the narrow gate. So we can do a lot of things. If I gave y'all the word on Sunday, right? And I said, here it is. He said, the whole gospel is about the king and his kingdom. That's everything. The whole gospel, the good news, 66 books, the apocryphal, everything. What you want to add in there? It's about God and his kingdom. Your existence is about God and his kingdom where you follow. Amen. The whole thing is about God and his kingdom. Amen? You're his saints. You're his subjects. You, you are the subject of his passion. <laughs> okay. A king, has, a king and kingdom has to have subjects. Right? This is not Democrat, a Republican. It's a monarchy. There's one. Okay? All right. It's good to know. You gotta know how this kingdom is structured. Man. Okay. All right. I'm excited. You gotta have keys. <laughs> to get into the kingdom. <laughs> you gotta get Okay. Um Ephesians. Okay. People, people like, okay, I'm gonna mess with that. Anyway, go to Ephesians. All right. Y'all got access? Okay, we'll talk about that for a second. Go to Ephesians 2. Um, do King James first. Okay. Then we'll do, after do King James, I'm gonna do Amplify. All right? All right, do King James. Um, Ephesians 2 18. 
all the way to 21. Okay? Ready? It so reads, For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. God. Yeah. Yeah. Which verse you finish at? No, 21. Okay. Do the amplifier. Okay. 18. 18. For it is through him that we both, whether far off or near, now have an introduction and access by one Holy Spirit to the Father, mm. so that we are able to approach him. Therefore, you are no longer outsiders, exiles, migrants, and aliens, excluded from the rights of citizens. But you now share citizenship with the saints, God's own people, consecrated and set apart for himself. And you belong to God's own household. You are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself, the chief cornerstone. My goodness. Keep that right there in the forefront. That's beautiful. Say that you're a part of the saints now. You won't. You were Gentiles. You were without covenant. But you, but you do now. See, this is the thing. If you really understand that, you will, you will act different. You are access. Okay. All right. Christ brings us access to God. Got to have Christ. The word access means to bring to, to move to, to introduce, to present. The thought of this is being in a royal court and being presented and introduced to the king of kings. Christ is, is the one who throws open the door into the presence of God. Yeah. See, we, just, we do this thing, but we don't really quite get it, the presence of God, like what was going on. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, you going to be teaching today? <laughs> I was just messing with it. You know that. Listen to this. Jesus Christ is the one who throws open the door into the presence of God. He is the one who presents us to God, the sovereign majesty of the universe. Listen to that. Y'all hear this? The Holy Spirit who escorts us into God's presence. That's why Holy Spirit is so important. So if you don't have Holy Spirit, you're not being escorted into the presence of God. This is why it's important to have Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay, okay, hold on. Mm. The Holy Spirit is the divine nature of God with us that gives us permanent access into God's presence. I don't feel his presence. How many of y'all don't say it that? I won't look.
Everybody said that? I don't feel his presence. Did he say he'll never leave you? How come that don't come up? Oh, you're going on a feeling. Instead of the knowledge of who he is. They're going on a feeling. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. The Holy Spirit is the divine nature of God within us that gives us permanent access unto the presence of God. What's in his presence? Depression. Lukewarmness. Anger. Pride. Jealousy. Strife. Okay. All that's in the presence of God. Okay, we're going to get the truth out of the day. It, do you have Holy Spirit? Because he gives you permanent access into the abode presence of God. What's in his presence? Mm. Mm. It, it's, hold on. Is this real, Miss Flowers, or is this not? It's real then. So again, I'm going on oh, what I feel. keep trying to receive the spiritual naturally. We, we, keep trying to, we keep trying to receive the spiritual relationship naturally. Mm. Okay, I, can I tell them like I told them yesterday? Have y'all ever heard people say, I love you, and you, that person say, me too? Haven't y'all heard that? I love you, me too. Listen to what he's saying. I love you. Me too. I love me too. They didn't tell you that you love them. Me too. I love me too. That's what we're saying in marriages. That's what we're saying in relationship. I love you. Me too. Y'all not playing. Y'all ain't. ain't. They didn't even tell me you love me. You just said me too. Me too don't mean you love me. Okay, all right. The Holy Spirit is the one who works in us to stir us to move uh, more and more into the presence of God. Mm -mm, mm -mm. The Holy Spirit that dwells inside you, his job, one of his jobs is to walk alongside of you to move you closer and closer into the presence of God. Is that what happening? What's in the presence of God? Sickness. Doubt. All this is in the presence of God. Holy Spirit moves you closer and closer to the presence of God. Okay. Holy Spirit is the constant companion with us. Teaches us to live in God's presence. The Holy Spirit teaches us to live in God's presence. That's ended that good. Holy Spirit, he's your teacher. He teaches you. Mm, mm, mm. 
See, everybody wants to say that. I don't need to study the word. The Holy Spirit teaches me everything I need. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh-uh. He teaches you of God. The Holy Spirit is the one within us. Location, location, location. He's the one within us who bears witness. Uh Uh-oh. That we are the children of God. And should approach God continually. Oh, see, this, y'all, is we are playing with this thing called Holy Spirit and his job. Wait a minute, he's my constant companion? He's always teaching me, teaching me to get closer and closer to God. Holy Spirit is teaching me and leading me to live in God's presence. Where my anxieties are. Where my covetedness is. I mean, is Holy Spirit doing the job or, or are you doing it? Holy Spirit leads me into faithfulness. Commitment. I just want to know, where is your Holy Spirit? I'm just saying, I'm not questioning you. I'm talking about just in the body of Christ because y'all, y'all are faithful and all y'all committed. Everybody here, right? Okay, okay, let's get down, y'all. Let's get down. I mean, just real simple, right? Okay. So, you being led into the presence of God where there's no bitterness, where unforgiveness can't exist, where poor stewardship cannot exist, right? Okay. Man, I'm just trying to find out. Trying to check the fruit, the fruit, y'all. So y'all know it's the what? It is the, the uh, what is it? The uh, the blue super blood blue moon, right? That's what it is. That's what's going on tomorrow, right? Okay, that's tomorrow. Y'all know about that? Y'all do? What y'all know? Okay, you just heard of it. Okay. They saw it on the news. Okay. This hadn't happened, and no one's alive when it happened for like 150 years ago. That hadn't happened again. About said it'd be signs and stars and the moon and the sun, right? Right? We know that he's coming, right? Okay. So, t- like, tomorrow is like the festival of trees, right? So, now what they, they're going to inspect. This is the fruit time to inspect your fruit. 
but you're not, you're not following, you know, what's going on in your community. You know, this is a community. Right here. This is a community. It's called community, too. Commune, community, amen. Yeah. So, remember I was telling you about false prophets? The one way to find out what you got to inspect their fruit. This, this is the season, so I know I'm teaching in season. It's a season. I would suggest you inspect your fruit. A good tree cannot produce. Okay. All right. Woo. No, Pastor, but I'm the lily of the field. Okay. See, God, God does everything for a reason. We're just not sensitive or cognizant of his presence and what he means and what he's saying he's doing something. We take prophecy, you know, for granted of what he's talking about. It all to reveal him, you know. Um, there's some more other things with that. I'm going to leave that alone for right now, but maybe maybe we pick that up later. But... Read 19. It says, therefore, you are no longer outsiders, exiles, migrants, and aliens, excluded from the rights of citizens. That's right. But you now share citizenship with the saints, God's own people. Stop. You now share citizenship with God's own people. Oh, I thought it replaced the Jewish people. It's called replacement theology. People teach that. They're no longer his people. But it says in his word that you now are what? Shared citizenship. Okay. Woo. Let's get some things straight. All right. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God did some research on me. He said, oh, you study. You do the Greek and Hebrew. I said, yeah. 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 You got to be discerning of some things, man. I'm, yes, I know what some, I know what here means to obey. I understand. I do. It's good. It's good. <sighs> Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Uh-huh. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Right. Workmen need not be ashamed. Right? Making sure I study. That's what we're supposed to do. All right. Believers, this is going to be good. The church is a picture of a new nation or society. The word fellow citizens, listen, we were, or the Gentiles, no long, we're no longer Gentile. You are no longer without covenant. No longer. You're no longer strangers, a foreigner to God. You're not. We are fellow citizens with all the saints of God. That's Peter. That's Paul. That's all the saints of God. Okay? We are, we, we, we are 
or we were strangers and foreigners, right? The word stranger means to be an outsider, an unknown, an unknown person, a person who does not belong. The word foreigner means sojourner, alien, migrant, in exile. That was a time when we were outside of God's kingdom. Now you have access. That was so good. Now you have access to the kingdom. You have keys. You have access, right? So why, why are we having so hard time getting in his presence? We now belong to his kingdom. We're not living outside of God. We're living inside of God's kingdom. We're no longer aliens. Right? We have a right. You're not migrant. You have access. How come we don't take time to get into the presence of God? It is. But you say, but you are fellow citizens. Mm. Are you an American? Do you partake of its laws? It's perks. Yeah. yeah? Oh, you are now part of the kingdom. At any point, or have you given up your citizenship in America? Have you? Can you give it up? That's calling what? You defect. So you're in the kingdom now. You can defect out of the kingdom too. Mm mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm, Listen to this. There was a time when you were a stranger. Y'all need to listen to this. See, sometimes we still struggle with being saved. As you're no longer a stranger or foreign to God. You're not foreign to God. When we were not citizens of the kingdom, we had no relationship and no relationship with God, and no home, no rights, no citizenship. You did Romans 10. How many of y'all done Romans 10 now? Everybody done Romans 10 now in here? That means you're a citizen now of the kingdom. Mm. We're no longer strangers. You and the king. You're no longer a stranger without the kingdom. How can we act like we're strangers? I don't know what to do in the kingdom. Okay. We're no longer strangers to God. See, that got to get in you, that you are no longer a stranger to God. Jesus had brought us to God. Jesus has brought us to God. We are now fellow citizens with all of God's people. We now have a home. And all the rights of citizenship in the kingdom. The word saint, it means those who are set apart or separate to God. Oh, God. This picture I mean, this is a picture that people who are in fellowship in a nation being created by God, the people are called saints. 
a people set apart for God. Fellow citizens is a people being built into a new nation under God. <clears throat> okay, here we go. You're now the family. Amen? You're now part of the family. Okay. God. Oh. You're now part of the household of God. Jesus Christ has brought, brought us into the family Jesus has brought us. Jesus has brought us into the family of God. This involves glorious privileges. The privilege of adoption. Mm -mm. The privilege of adoption. See, this is what we have been adopted as children of God, sons and daughters of his. We now live in the same house with God and his family. We all have the experience of God's family. We, we are of God's family. We are we are. I don't want to say this. We get to experience his love, his care, his interests, his concerns, his clothing, his food, his training, his discipline, his help, his provision, his protection. His shelter, his direction, his fellowship, his companionship, and his intimacy. You're in the family. I'm lonely. No, that's just misdirection. Did y'all hear that? This should take care of some things that you're going through. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption where we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. See, we lose our citizenship. on a green card you lose your citizenship the privilege of responsibility and service again note this household every person uh oh uh oh every person of the household has duties to perform I need y'all to hear me in the back in the front in the middle on the left and the right the privilege of responsibility and service. Again, listen. To the household. Every person of the household has duties to perform. Hmm. Some service to, re to render, you know, for the sake of the family. We are responsible to love, to care, to provide, and to teach each other. Do all things mentioned in the previous points, as I told you, and everything else that will build up and strengthen the family of God. 
many times y'all heard a message about strengthening the family of God? Okay. Mm, okay, here we go. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and my mother. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, I could keep going with that one. I'm, I've got to save time because I ain't got a lot of time. Here we go. Church. This is number 20. This is uh, 220. Read 20. Let's read that one. Let's tap into here. You are built upon the foundation of the apostles. This is the third one. And prophets with Christ Jesus himself, the chief cornerstone. Okay. All right. Believers are pictured as being a building stones which are being used to construct a building for God. Jesus himself is the chief cornerstone. The symbolism of the chief cornerstone says three significant things. Oh, man. Ooh. The cornerstone is the first stone laid. All other stones are placed after it. It is the preeminent stone in time. Right? It is the preeminent stone in time. So it is with Christ, he is the first of God's new uh, building, tabernacle, sanctuary. Christ is the captain or, or he's the captain of our salvation. All other crew members have to follow. Mm -hmm. Christ is the author of the eternal salvation and of our faith. All others are the readers of the story. Let me read that again. Christ is the author of eternal salvation and of our faith. All others are readers of the story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hebrews 5, 9. <laughs> and being made perfect, he became the author of the eternal salvation unto them that obeyed him. Mm -mm. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy was, was set before us to endure the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's Hebrews 12, 2. Christ is the beginning and the end, and all others come after him. He's setting down the precedence. He's the stone. Amen. Mm -mm. Christ is the forerunner into every, listen, Christ is the forerunner into the very presence of God. Now, y'all, hold that down for a minute. Christ, Yeshua, salvation, is the forerunner unto the very presence of God. Your salvation brings you. Are you saved? It brings you into the presence of God. Your salvation. Hello back there. Your salvation brings you access. He said, I am what? The door. No man come to the Father except through access. Why aren't you taking access? Mm, okay. The cornerstone is a supportive stone. All other stones are placed under it and held 
up by it. They all rest upon it. The cornerstone is the preeminent stone in the position and power. So it is with Christ. He is the support and power, the foundation of God's new. Look at the temple. Look at us tabernacle together. And he's supposed to be the cornerstone of this. While we're here tonight. Okay. Oh, my God. See, our perception of that. Christ is the head cornerstone. The only true foundation which a man can build. All crumble who are not laid upon him. Look at your life. Oh, maybe you ain't laid your foundation on him. Because the enemy gets you jeopardizing your whole life, your family, your job, your kids, your wife, your husband. Because you laid out another foundation and want to live. You can't live. Christ is the head cornerstone, the only true foundation upon which man can build. All crumble who are not laid upon him. For other foundations can do, listen, oh, go. Now, I, I'll do it. Oh, let me see the complete Jewish here. Good God. For, God, dog, I didn't hit the wrong thing. Okay, hold on. Go, go to first. I'm going to have to go back. I'm hit the wrong button. Go to first Corinthians 3.11. And uh, you want to do it in the, yeah, you can do it in the Amplified. Now I got to go back to my scripture here. It so reads, for no other foundation can anyone lay mm. than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Mm -mm -mm. Read it again. Read For again. no other foundation. That means you can't try and lay down another foundation and live. Okay, I'm going to show you something too, though. Mm, mm, mm. Go ahead, finish reading that out. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. No other foundation can ever be laid. That you can live by. You can't be in a marriage and there's two foundations. You can't. There's only one foundation for a structure. One. Amen. Christ is the chief cornerstone upon which all others are fitted formed together all who wish to be fitted formed together have to be laid upon mm -mm. let me say it again Christ is the chief cornerstone upon which all others are fitly formed together all who wish to be fitted fitted or fitted formed together have to be laid upon him you can't build another one in here. 
Oh, okay. And that's what happened. This is what, this is what <laughs> happened in our construction. We got too many foundations. The cornerstone is the directional stone. It is used to line up the whole building. And all of the stones, right, and all of the stones, it can be called the instructional stone. Upon it, all the, all the lines and instructions of the building are based on. <laughs> so, so, it, so, it, so I'm saying the same thing with Christ. He is the person who gave and gives the direction and instructions of God's people. We, the church, are to build our lives upon his instruction. And his instructions only. See, what happened? Got husband and wife, they got two instructions. When you get to build something, right, there's only one plan. Right? Why are we trying to do two different things? Divorce and stand together. That's two different plans. Those are two different plans. Watch, watch how it get built. Watch how it gets built. It won't get built. Mm-mm. But that's what happens. <laughs> listen, to it. this is what we're doing. Y'all need to listen to this real good. He's called the instructional stone. You need to read the instructions. <laughs> he, we won't read the instructions. We won't read it. I just put it together. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He is the person who gives instruction and direction to God's people. We, the church, are to build our lives upon his instruction and his instructions only. If we follow any other instructions or directions, we will be out of line. And when we are, <laughs> and we, <laughs> and if we don't notice, that stone will have to be removed. Okay. Cast aside, replaced with a stone that can be set in line. Okay. All right. I know. See, if you're living by the word, and the other person not living by the word, okay. see, you got to be careful because now you're going against the word. Now, that stone either got to conform or get replaced. It has to line up to the word. Okay. It has to line up to the word. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, hold on. They like, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to show you. Now, if we follow any other direction or instruction, we will be out of line. Hello? You'll be out of line. And when we are noticed, we have, and you have to remove that stone, cast aside and replace with a stone 
that can be set in line. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. Jesus used him to give direction to all other stones. Ooh. Go to First Peter real quick. You can't have two different plans. It's not going to get built. Mm. Uh, uh, 1 Peter 2, 6 and 8, 6 through 8. Mm -hmm. Come on, we got to get this thing done. Y'all all right? Okay. It's all right now. Mm -hmm. It so reads, for thus it stands in Scripture. Mm. Behold, I am laying in Zion a chosen, honored, precious, chief cornerstone. Mm. And he who believes in him, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, shall never be disappointed or put to shame. Mm. To you then who believe, who adhere to, trust in, and rely on him is the preciousness. But for those who disbelieve, it is true. The very stone which the builders rejected uh -huh. has become the main cornerstone and a stone that will cause stumbling and a rock that will give men offense. They stumble because they disobey and disbelieve God's word. My goodness. As those who reject him were destined, appointed to do. Oh, you you got to be, we are, we are. You got to line this thing up. So you, you're rejecting Christ. <laughs> we can read that again. Can we, y'all, can we read that again? Y'all want to hear it again? Miss Flower, you want to hear it again? You good? Amen. Let's listen to this thing. For thus it stands in Scripture. In the Scriptures. Behold, I am laying in Zion a chosen, honored, precious, chief cornerstone. And he who believes in him, who adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, shall never be disappointed or put to shame. To you then, who believe, who adhere to, trust in, and rely on him, is the preciousness. But for those who disbelieve, it is true. The very stone which the builders rejected has become the main cornerstone. And a stone that will cause stumbling and a rock that will give men offense. They stumble because they disobey and disbelieve God's word. As those who reject him were destined, appointed to do. Woo! Predestination. Jesus Christ is the, is the chief cornerstone. If he is removed, the church will collapse. If he's removed out of your marriage, and you said you built this on that, if he is removed, y'all better understand, this is the scripture right here. If he is removed, there will, it will collapse. There's no church. No Christ. No Christ, no church. Christ holds, listen to this, y'all. How do we make it work? Christ holds everything 
together within the church. And remember the relationship? Who are you and who is she? Oh, y'all just don't understand this thing that's going on here. Oh, if you lay him as your cornerstone and you try to remove him, it will collapse. Because you said you built it on him. That's my relationship with anybody. Okay. Fitted, molded tightly together. Christ holds everything within the church together. Therefore, it is absolutely necessity or necessity that we have him and preach him and live him and teach him. I'm just saying, we, we're missing something here. Oh my God. Let's see. Oh, go real quick. Second Timothy. Just real kind of quick. Ready? 2 Timothy 2.19. You're going to give me to pull a teacher on you. <laughs> I'm patient. <It's, laughs> okay. So reads. <laughs> but the firm foundation of laid by God stands sure and unshaken. Bearing this seal, the inscription, the Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names himself by the name of the Lord give up all iniquity and stand aloof from it. Uh, did y'all do Romans 10, 9 for real? Did you do Romans 10, 9 for real? You got access? We, the church, are built upon the foundation laid by the testimonies of the apostles and prophets. They surrounded the Lord Jesus Christ himself. They recorded the testimony of the word of God himself. It is the foundation upon which the church is to be laid. Man, are we laying our relationships like that? Down with each other? Mm, mm. Are we doing this, y'all, for real, for real? <sighs> Here we go. The church is pictured as a growing organism in verse 21. Save some time. You can read it. The word grows is a biological word. The idea of living, of a living organism. The church is, is a picture as a living organism, a union of various parts of a living being or of a dynamic body. Uh, this may seem strange to speak of a building, as I said, biologically. I was talking to Anna yesterday, and she was reading this book, and she was saying they were building these ships that were alive. These ships were alive, a living organism, a ship. And I said, my goodness, isn't that something? Then you find the scripture, and you find out that we, and y'all always say that, Walker, we are one cell organism right a one cell organism so we really are an organism 
Um, this, as I said, this makes me strange talking biological terms and talking about a building, right? That it grows. A building that grows. Okay. The point is this. That more and more parts and more and more parts and believers are brought and fitted into the building as uh, each day as day pa- as each day passes. The building grows and grows and shall continue to grow until the Lord Jesus Christ returns. So as we're living, we're we're sitting here like a living organism, living, breathing, and we should be growing, Amen. meaning that we're adding to the body. So this body is a living organism that's moving and growing every day. You should be adding to the body of Christ. See, that's why we, we had to pray for the lost. We're not growing. And we're, growing, we're an organism that's supposed to grow. Amen? Come on with it, y'all. <laughs> Amen. The church is a picture of a living organism, union of various parts, living and being. That's what we're supposed to be doing. My goodness. Christ is the living stone upon which all others are built upon, a spiritual house. All others have to be built upon him if they wish to live and have their spiritual sacrifice accepted by God. Mm. They don't believe that. This one show me the scripture. Go to 1 Peter real quick. We're almost finished. 1 Peter 2, 4 and 5. It's a living stone. Mm-hmm. And so it reads, come to him then to that living stone. Don't hear that? Okay, come on. Which men tried and threw away, but which is chosen and precious in God's sight. Mm-hmm. Come. And like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house for a holy, dedicated, consecrated priesthood to offer up those spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. Mm, mm, mm. My goodness, a living, I'm going to have to stop right here. Well, we're, we're being like a family. See, you're, you're building the kingdom. you your husband and wife and their children, they're, they're a living entity, a living house of God, a living organism that moves, oh my that breathes, that can think, oh, that can thrive. This is what our relationships are supposed to be doing with each other. Oh, my goodness. As the body of Christ, we are just... Oh, man. All right. I'm going to leave y'all alone. God. I can't get to this other part. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to it. But um, I just want us to really understand it's a bigger picture. Husband and wives. Amen. And they were added daily. The church, the body, the organism is growing. It's growing. Are we growing? So if you're growing, then you're going to what? You're going to bear fruit. You're going to witness. We have to get the harvest. We have to get the lost. Amen? What peaches? What peaches? Oh, okay. We got to grow. 
Come on, y'all expect your fruit. Can you expect your fruit? What type of tree are you? Hmm? How deep are your roots? Hmm? Where are you getting your water from? How are you getting your nutrients? Hmm? Told you the closer you are to the vine, the more it produces. Amen? Amen. So I just really want us to take away from here today, first loss. We're being built up. We're living. We're not dead. Amen. You have access. You have access to the throne of God. And in his presence, there is no whatever you're going through. For real. You can enter in with it. But it should fall off, right, as you break the threshold of that door. And it should be a familiar place. It shouldn't be something that you don't, you're not familiar with. Amen? Look at that. 836. She's going to be like, you did? I did it. I did it. Y'all get something? Yeah. Yeah? What you get? Can I get two people to tell me what they got? Anybody? Yeah. I'm like, I mean, maybe they didn't hear me. Maybe they didn't hear me. I'm going to let you go. I asked it. Did you get something? Did you, just, did you get something tonight? What did you get? Anybody? Uh, prophets, go ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because the word. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. <laughs> and nothing with it. Come on. I need him to come out of the Petri dish. See. If you can't recant, then maybe you didn't learn anything. Go ahead, Eric. right mm-hmm. which is you amen amen get your hard head on get your hammer tap it see where these little dents need to be fixed you know they, that's right son excellent sure
Yes, it is. Amen. Amen. And that one stone, all the other stones have to line up to it. So you can shoot that plumb line. Straight line. Amen. Who else? Yeah, Ani. Amen. Amen. She said, if he's the base of it, and if you move him out of place, then everything collapses. So how are you building your friendships? What's it based on? What somebody can do for you? Okay. All right. That was excellent. Somebody else is over here. Who we had? Anybody else? Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. Amen. Amen. You can't build two different. Okay. One. You can't lay down two foundations for one house. You can't. That's right. It will fall. So those are the things that are very important for us to learn. And, and I really need you to get the access that you have to God. So you have no excuse. Except you choose. Because he already died. Think about it. This part of him, the humanity part of him, died. So you can't complain and say, I can't get to you. You have no excuse. I've died and you have access to me now. All the privileges, all the rights, all the time. You don't have to have a high priest now. You can go in. Holy Spirit will guide you in, lead you all the way to Jesus who presents God to you. See, 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 we, we, we keep playing this. You can't tell God, I didn't know. You can't, you can't tell him that. What you can tell him is that I didn't choose. I chose wrong. I took the blue pill. Amen? I mean, we got to come together. We got to get these things down. And we got to, we do have to witness. We have to go out. We need to be properly, you know, trained, of course. And, and um, I, I just need you to have love and Holy Spirit. If I can get you to have love and the Holy Spirit, oh, you can draw them. You don't have to have all 66 books. And what's in you is going to come out of you. So when you hear a person pray like that, what does that tell you? That there's something in her. That's Holy Spirit using the vessel at that moment for him to express his need. And only you can fulfill it. Not if you're selfish. You won't hear the cry for the loss. Amen. Y'all stand to your feet and let y'all go. And that's what we, we don't have is a, a cry for the loss. Satan said, uh, not just Satan, but Hitler. He said, if I can get your generation, I can get your youth. 
and run this world. I can get any country if I can get your youth. Amen. Let's bow our hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we give you glory today. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for one more chance, Father. You're faithful. You never give up on us, Father. We only turn from you. You never turn from us. Father, I thank you right now that you are the truth, the life, and the way. Thank you that you shed your blood on Calvary, Father. We have access now, boldness to your presence, Father. Deliverance is in your presence. Peace, shalom, is in your presence. Love, joy is in your presence. A sound mind is in your presence, Father. You can't have an evil heart in his presence. Father, fill us with your love. Humble us, Father. Let us feel what you feel. Let us see what you see, Father. The areas we come up short, Father, thank you for your grace. Thank you for